good holiday. And as I'm recording this before New Year's Eve, I hope you have a great New Year's Eve and 2013. Well, Essen has been and gone, and there's lots of really good stuff there. I did have a long list of games I was interested in. Uh, I was particularly intrigued by the car racing game for the Milimilaga uh, Legend. Uh, that looked really good. Um, quite heavy-duty, almost spreadsheety type game, so I think it's going to be quite niche. Uh, but I think it does a pretty good job of what it does actually do. There is a slightly lighter arcade version of the game, and it'd be interesting to see if my local game store can get a copy in to have a look at. Um, the big game for me, I guess, Essen was Sulkin and uh, Copycat. Um, I currently own Sulkin, haven't yet managed to play it, and I don't own Copycat, but I have managed to play that. In fact, um, my friend went over to Essen, so I really enjoyed it this year because not only could I watch the Board Game Geek video feed, but I could also uh, pester him via text messages to go and look at stuff and try and pick stuff up for me. Uh, due to limited um, space and funds, uh, I did try and selectively purchase um, a couple of Christmas gifts and lightweight stuff to play on Christmas Day. Um, but, um, yeah, I was really pleased that he managed to bring back quite a few games. And I'd say 50% of the games he bought were really good. And of the remaining 50%, um, it was, you know, either good um, with a couple of, yeah, not sure about this. In fact, I think out of all the games he bought, there was probably two, maybe three that I decided I don't want to buy or particularly play again. Uh, I'm not going to name and shame them, though, I'm afraid. Um, now, with Essen having been and gone, uh, there was obviously the Board Game Geek Con, and uh, it's interesting to see that Escape got quite good buzz um, in both of those. Uh, I've managed to play it. I think it's pretty good for what it is, but it is a small, lightweight, fun sort of party game, and you've got to approach it with that. If you're thinking a deep Euro game, you're going to be very disappointed, because there's, there's not a huge amount there but it is manic and it's great great fun at times due to the the panic i do think you need the soundtrack though without the soundtrack it it's not quite as exciting but anyway um it's not essential but you know it just adds to the atmosphere now talking over exciting things kickstarter and indiegogo continue to have some really good video and board game stuff going on and role-playing stuff now obviously there was the newman era role-playing game which uh, did really well um not a huge amount of updates coming out about that at the moment but um there's normally a, a, the odd email drops in my box with a uh, little updates about how it's progressing and I was also pleased to see that Elite um, got a, a relaunch, and that seems to be doing quite well. It's not quite on target to hit its um, budget at the moment, which is a little bit worrying. And there's, I think, about four or five days left to run on that. Um, but talking of space games, uh, Predestination was a nice little indie game that um, managed to reach its target. Uh, in particular, I think there were some last-minute updates which don't show up on Kickstarter, plus some PayPal funding. A nice little group of guys from Ireland. And it'd be interesting to see how that does. To me, it has all the sort of right bells and whistles to it. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they manage to make their December deadline for next year. Um, be also interesting to see if they manage to port it across to other game systems. Now, if you're interested in that, if you go to Predestination, it links to various other Forex games out there, which uh, look pretty interesting as well. Uh, nothing personal. Obviously, that got funded. Uh, looking forward to seeing a copy of that. And, as I say, there are several other bits and pieces out there, so definitely go check it out. Um, Upfront seems to be doing quite well on Kickstarter, although I did notice there seemed to be a little bit of kerfuffle over that, but, uh, yeah, I, I won't dredge over that. But uh, if you're into your World War II stuff, um, 
I believe that is still running on Kickstarter. Uh, one thing you do need to watch out for with Kickstarter is that you have to pledge a certain amount, and obviously a lot of them are based in the US, so you then have to pledge on top uh, an additional amount. So let's say it's a $50 pledge, you might have to put $70 towards that pledge to cover the postage, and you then might get stung with import duty. So just be aware of that. Now, obviously, Elite, um, it's a digital copy, so you should get hit with any taxes. And it's also based in the UK, so it's actually going to be a problem, I guess, for the US listeners um, when they're buying it. If they're getting physical goods, it's going to ship from Europe to America, and that could uh, hit you up with uh, import fees and stuff. Now, with all this electronic stuff on Kickstarter as well, that got me to reevaluate um, my console versus PC gaming catalogue. And Steam and GOG doing um, ridiculous 75% discounts. Some games are really cheap. And uh, the end of the world sale that GOG did was really good. Uh, I believe a lot of those deals are now still being re-released, and I think it's going up to the 5th of Jan, so you might want to go check out there. What you do need to watch out for, if you're interested in 13, which was a very slick and stylish 3D shooter, which I actually quite enjoy for what it is. Again, it's not a brilliant shooter, but it is pretty good. Um, 13, unfortunately... Uh, will be deleted from GOG's catalogue, I believe, tomorrow. So if you want it, you need to go grab it quickly, um, download it, and you'll be sorted. But they're going to have to actually remove it from their catalogue. Now, with all this re-evaluation of the stuff, um, what I'm going to be talking about after the break is Guild Wars 2, and to a certain degree, MMOs. So I'll be right back. Hello, and welcome back. Well, I'm only going to give you a little quick chat about Guild Wars 2. And basically, I bought into it because they were doing a sale for December. And uh, I actually knew someone in real life who played it. So um, one of the problems I have with MMOs is I don't like the pay-to-play model. I I prefer the free-to-play model. However, I can see problems with the free-to-play model where the guy with the biggest wallet buys all the goodies and therefore has fun whilst you don't. So MMOs do have some potential problems for me, so I've always been a bit shy of them. I think the first MMO I played would have been Ultima, and that um, didn't really work for me, but that's maybe because it came out a little bit before um, we were ready for it, because if I remember correctly, um, we had to dial up to go online and stuff, and it was quite horrible. Um, But there you go. Uh, It was quite a good game besides that, but... I couldn't really get into it. Um, you know, I enjoyed my free trial period, and then when it was like, oh, no, no, you need to pay us money to keep playing, I thought, yeah, I really don't like this. And that's what shied me away from World of Warcraft. Now, I did very briefly try it. I couldn't really get into it. I probably haven't given it a fair shot, so if you're a, a WoW fan, um, I hold my hands up and say, yeah, I admit I maybe haven't given it a fair shout, but to be honest, I'm not going to commit to a monthly subscription fee. So... Um, doesn't matter how much you try and persuade me, I'm not going to be interested in that. Again, Star Wars and Star Trek, they um, look quite interesting to me, but you know, if you're playing those in some ways, wouldn't you be better off playing World of Warcraft? Um, now, the only ones that I thought were serious competitors were Guild Wars and Lord of the Rings Online. Now, Lord of the Rings Online, I heard, was going free-to-play, so I actually bought myself a copy. I think it came with 30 or 60 days... Um, free, I can't remember now. But anyway, that ended in about a week to ten days later, it went free to play. And I I did quite enjoy that for for the beginning. 
and I actually created two characters and I think it was a dwarf and an elf and yeah I did have a bit of fun with that however I did start finding it a bit tedious and there was new expansions coming out and you couldn't explore areas without the expansions and some missions were just like okay run halfway across the world to to pick up the quest then run all the way back to where you came from to to pick up something and then run all the way over to another area to to deliver the things and then run all the way back to where you started from to to get something else so you could then run all the way back to the guy who gave you the mission in the first place you know that sort of thing i mean that's not actually what happened but that is the feeling i had and it just started to grind me down a bit and as i'm sure you would know it's the, the grinding stuff in mmos um is there and it doesn't always appeal to me uh, having said that it is good enough that i would consider still giving it a go However, um, as I say, I heard good things about Guild Wars, and again, uh, it was going cheap, so I thought I picked up, and yeah, it looked pretty good. Uh, good enough that when I heard about my friend playing Guild Wars 2, I decided to actually pick that up, and I've actually in really, really enjoyed it, which came as a bit of a shock to me. I always find with MMOs, I play it for about a week, and then I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not that fussed. I think the problem for me was... Um, I've not really had real-world friends to interact with in many of these games. And it's quite a big time commitment and on the non-free-to-play ones, money commitment. So I've never really been able to persuade myself to stick at it. But Guild Wars 2, I think they've done free-to-play pretty well. Um, doesn't seem to be a biggest wallet wins the game sort of mentality. It's more, you know, I want to have bright blue hair, so I'll spend some money to get bright blue hair. So it's cosmetic things, which I think works really well. Uh, in addition, the artwork, the music, and the way they've actually designed the games is really good. I mean, it is stunningly beautiful. I mean, I thought Lord of the Rings at times could look pretty nice, but obviously it was an older game. And, you know, if you cranked up the graphics so it looked really pretty, um, you had to have a pretty good PC. Um, whereas Guild Wars 2, I mean, my PC is not that up-to-date but it still looks pretty stunning and you know some really nice bits and pieces going on and not a huge amount of slowdown. Um, so I'm very impressed with the technical side of Guild Wars 2. I'm also very impressed with you know the art direction and the way they do like your personal story quests. So that will take you to different areas, give you experience, and it will also give you that sort of RPG solo thing, uh, which often I find missing from MMOs. It's quite nice sometimes if you're kind of knobby no-mates to, to actually have a game, um, whereas a lot of these MMOs, you, you do need to be in a team to actually get the most out of it. And what's great about Guild Wars, because um, you can't get this kind of grief in and someone sniping the bad boss, you know, uh, I did get really wound up once. I, I think I waded through hundreds of dead, you know, well, bodies and got to the boss and some guy runs in and kills him and because he did that i had to wait till he reappeared and then kill him and that was quite frustrating uh in guild wars 2 you do get a little bit of that but what's great about it if someone's wailing on the big bad boss you can jump in and wail on him as well and you both get an award for that so it's not someone s sneaks in and steals your kill it's someone sneaks in and helps you kill the guy and that really makes it a big difference big difference to me um the criticisms i would say about guild wars 2 is um i've heard talk of the servers 
either being overpopulated and hard to get on or a little bit quiet. Um, I haven't noticed either of those, but that is a criticism I've heard. Uh, the other thing I would say uh, is the, the where's the tutorial and manual? Um, I mean, without my friend, he's like, oh, you need to do this. I'm like, really? Um, it's not very good at holding your hand. I think it could do with a better introduction and also a manual. Um, now, I do know there is a strategy guide, which I didn't actually pick up because I wanted a physical copy, and they seem to only be offering a PDF. Um, uh, but, yeah, really poor showing on that front f- for me personally. Uh, ha- having said that, once you've played it for a bit, it does all start becoming a little bit more obvious and not so bad. So they might have felt it was easy enough, and particularly for veteran MMO players, uh, there's enough there for you to quickly get your head around that they probably didn't feel you needed it, but I don't like that. It, I, I really wish it had a better way of introducing players to the game. And that is pretty much it for my criticisms. Um, so, you know, long server times to, to get in. As I say, personally, I haven't come across that yet. Um, that may change. Um, and poor introduction, which could be a big nail in the coffin for a lot of people. The other criticism I've read is it's not Guild Wars or it's not World of Warcraft. Well, to me, that's what makes it good because I personally don't like those games. Um, So I thoroughly recommend it. I have to say, um, really, really impressed by it. Um, Beautiful artwork, as I say. Absolutely stunning graphics, particularly if you've got a really high-end PC. So um, that may be something in the new year. If um, work turns around, uh, I might uh, treat myself to an upgrade. I've struggled by with this old beastie and it plays lots of modern games you know pretty good so it's been hard for me to justify upgrading but i do fancy myself a nice uh, i5 multi gigabyte memory beastie so that's something definitely for me to keep a look at so um as i say hopefully this will come out before new year's eve so you will have hopefully a few hours or a couple of days to go and snaffle up a lot of these bargains. Um, Steam, GOG and Kickstarter indeed are looking very good right now for gamers and uh, that might be a subject for a future show is to actually talk about the impact of Kickstarter. Uh, I've only funded, I think, four little projects just to dip my toe in the water uh, for a you know, fairly low risk reward um, return. So I'd be interested to see how that goes. And um, that's about it, really. So, nice little quick show. Uh, As I say, I hope you had a really great holiday and Happy New Year. So, until next time, happy gaming. (laughs) 